You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, with me always, my good friend. Oh wait, I thought I was listening for Jay. Yeah, he, I know. He's wait. not here? He's uh, not. <laughs> Alright, well this is AK Mike in Texas. There you go. But actually you're in Arizona, so. Yeah, from Texas. Yeah, I don't from know. Texas. You know, whatever. Yep, we are uh, in uh, Mesa, Arizona at the uh, Arizona Electric Festival. It's an event we come to every year. And uh, unfortunately, Jay had some prior engagements and couldn't make it out this uh, this year. And uh, and then the, the weather kind of caught him, too. So yeah. it's kind of crazy. Yeah, he had a tree going down or something. Yeah, I think so. He parked his trailer in a tree. So. <laughs> Uh, we are here uh, at the uh, the field, and uh, we have uh, obviously it's uh, day one, and we've got Shannon Gallagher with us. Welcome to the par- podcast, Shannon. Well, thank you as always. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we've already started. Uh, we had our pilot meeting, and uh, everybody's kind of getting their uh, planes. It's a little windy. You can probably hear that in the microphone, but uh, a little bit of wind, but yeah, uh, not too bad. I I've flown. Uh, today and we've had some other pilots. At least it's going today. mostly down the runway. Yeah, it's mostly. right down the runway. Yeah, yeah right so. down the runway. So Earlier it was kind of coming perpendicular, but yeah. now it's kind of going right down that's the runway. That's true. It's kind of not an AEF without the little wind on a Friday morning. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, it is a little chilly today. I actually had to go put pants on. Uh, <laughs> One shorts. pair he, uh, he He wasn't <laughs> naked, folks, just <laughs> to be clear. He, he had shorts on. Yeah, I did have shorts on. Yeah, it's family friendly. I own one pair of jeans and I actually had to bring them this year, so normally I'm in shorts, but uh, we are excited. We've got uh, some people here that uh, bringing out some new product. We've got uh, vendors out. We've got uh, pilots uh, showing up. So uh, we're going to turn this over to um, Shannon and uh, kind of run us through uh, what you got planned today and who all's here. Well, vendors and first things first. Oh, that's I, true. I really m- miss the fact that Jay's not here. So yeah. we've we've come up with a medley. There you go. Of songs just for Jay. <laughs> okay. So so gentlemen, jo- jo- join in when you're re- when when you're supposed okay. to. The stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. The uh, eyes of Texas, Texas are upon you. We miss you, Jay. The live long day. <laughs> we miss yeah. you, Jay. That's know, it. Jay All is right. uh, pretty, uh, pretty much stuck in Texas, I think. Yeah, but we just, I just want to acknowledge we No, that's good. Jay, that's so good. There we go. <laughs> All right. So we might get some record contracts out of that. This is true. We might. Hey, man, know, Nashville's yeah. calling. I hear it already. That's funny. You know, I am... I'm always excited about this, but you guys know that. But Absolutely. Just this year, I, I just got a, a renewed, you know. Vigor? Vigor. There you go. Perfect word. That's a just, great word. Oh, my gosh. I love that word. I'm going to make sure I use that. Well, you were showing day. it, so I had to I, say it. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> he is. He's for, for those listeners who can't say anything, because this yeah. is a podcast. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we've got, uh, you know, one of the big things, you know, we've got Horizon Hobby out here. They're debuting um, the T-28. It actually flew last weekend, but but here at AEF, still cool to have the new T-28 back out and flying and all their great planes and pilots. Yep. We also have uh, Banana Hobby. Is debuting the I could say the flying public debut of the B1 bomber Very from XY exciting. and uh, beautiful airplane from what I've seen I haven't even seen it much yet because they can they're still kind of keeping it under wraps but, they are uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool just to have them come out and um, the guys from uh, Utah 
Jeremy uh, and his son Kyler and Justin, they came down. Uh, and we have we have pilots from all over the country uh, for this event this year. So we've got some from uh, New Mexico, we got California, we got back east. Uh, the list goes on. So it's glad to. Yeah, we, as far as international, we don't have any international other than I say our club members that are snowbirds from Canada. Okay, so yeah, so that's about the most foreign that we have. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. You want to call it that? They're neighbors, yeah. really. Uh, got FR Sky. Uh, they, you know, one, we're gonna talk to Steve the, later. Yeah, talk yeah. to Steve later. He's a good guy. Um, I actually started using one of their radios. Um, I, you know, I don't like to. I'm not like endorsing anybody. I'm just, you know, trying yeah. something different. And so far, I, I like it. It's kind of fun uh, to try something different and uh, get some different features, things like that. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, just talking to people, you know, I, I I wanted people to bring stuff out that was unique. Definitely the B1 falls under that category. Uh, stuff that you know maybe they flew in the past or. Uh, we were going to have some other planes debut, but just things didn't always work out. But uh, I think just the level of, you know, uh, pre-reg was, was really, really brisk this year, which Good. was great. Uh, you know, we already got a bunch of new people show up, uh, hadn't, hadn't pre-registered already, so we're looking really, really good. Uh, our vendors are showing up. We got, uh, we got new food in last year. And, you know, just lots of new things going on. So I'm really, really excited and just glad we're 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 at it now we've got plans in the air there i'm just happy go. to be here myself yeah you know, you almost i almost did oh, yeah i almost got stuck in texas yeah man yeah. i went and picked you up at the airport yeah i appreciate that that was a, so yeah, much we had a good we had a good drive yeah we did we yeah, did we did appreciate that because i kind of got stuck i could <laughs> yeah, well the plan was to drive the rv and me to haul some planes and stuff right. like that in a different car right. but because he came out after so we yeah. couldn't do that that's all yeah. good. That's why it worked out, though. Yep. So one now you're here, and yep. now we got a beautiful day. I yep. mean, it's uh, pretty. despite the wind, it is a pretty day. And mm -hmm. I, uh, I think uh, uh, James was saying that he stepped into the sun. There was about a ten degree difference. <laughs> so uh, we are uh, under the awning. It's a little chilly, but uh, once you get out to the flight line and uh, you're gonna fly. But we've got a lot of new airplanes. I'm, I'm really excited to see some of these, uh, you know, T7As fly. They've got quite the fleet here. That's the new, uh, you know, trainer from the U.S. Air Force that Banana Hobbies has made. Um, and, yeah. Um, I posted know. a video of uh, Jeremy and Kyler. Flying. Father and son flying them uh -huh. together, yeah. and I mean that Kyler man, he can fly. Yeah, he, yeah, can. So he can. He's, he's a good little. He's, he's, he's really good. Kid. He's a good so. guy, and uh, so it's just exciting to see that. It was like that father son stuff. I just, I just love it. Yeah. You know, Bob had some kind of jet contraption over there. I saw he did. Um, that was kind of cool. Yeah, we'll have to get a photo of that for the podcast. But uh, oh, yeah, the Jetster, he, Jetster. Yeah. yeah, he put the. That's a some part of like a, a seventy or something jet engine on top of a <laughs> on top of a glow. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. it was a glow plane before. It was a glow. Yeah, plane. the original. That was one of the original original ducted fan planes like right. you would you know go out and buy just to get at least you know a, a jet of some kind back yeah. in the day and you have a little you know, a little and i've seen a fly too it's nice it craft i think it was a craft 45 or you know yeah. or something on those I, I remember i had i had one of i had an a4 like that early early model ducted fan i was like wow and now <laughs> we're flying today is night and day uh, it's that's amazing. crazy well, wow, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, new technology coming out too. I know FR Sky has new radios out that uh, you said you you yeah. So I, I, they they came out to the Jet Rally and uh, and had a little booth and started showing things. And you know, I'm not one to to jump in and, and buy buy something, but you know, I, I I started playing with it and, and felt it and reading it. I'm like, 
you know, this might actually serve my my needs, you know, for the hobby. I mean, I love, you know, I've used I've used every manufacturer of radio, you, you name it, um, some more than others, just because of simplicity. You know, then we've got all the stuff that just you know, plug and play and all that. But you know, they've they've got some of that compatibility built into their systems. So I'll let Steve talk all about that stuff. But yeah, sure. uh, it's it took me a little. My the learning curve was is was unique. Yeah, I was actually a little frustrated, but <laughs> but that was it was more me than the product. Right. So right. I think once I backed off and said, you know, let's let's not um, go with what you know. Let's go with what you know. There's some amazing videos on on how they set up these things. On there's a guy from uh, England that just, uh, I mean, well, United Kingdom. I think I forget which. Maybe he's going to Scotland or who knows. Yeah, right, I, right. Right. I don't want to right, offend right. him right. If, he's, if, he's, yeah. if he hears this, you know. Uh. But uh, but the videos they've got to set these up uh, and just the once you get once you get the hang of it, it it, it really makes sense. Right. And uh, right. there's a, I've just tapped the you know the very beginning of, of what they can do. So I'm That's really excited. Awesome. Really excited. Awesome. 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 Well, very cool. Uh, well, it uh, looks like uh, we're getting people lined up to go fly or hopefully yeah. uh, Barrett's here yeah. at the uh, new stuff. We had uh, an airplane that didn't make it though, didn't we? Yeah. So Barrett's had a uh, uh, Concord. Yeah. And uh, we've had many Concords here over the years. Different, different people have made Concords. Clark most, right. more, most commonly, but uh, Barrett, and I've been working very closely with Barrett on it. I, I helped set up the power system and you know consulted on some things. And you know we didn't we had we had her for a test a few weeks ago, didn't go quite as well. Made some changes, and uh, yesterday's the landing gear just failed. Ha- failed. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, yeah, just for the for the way the plane's designed, it just the landing gear just didn't work. So uh, he ordered some different ones, but uh, just not in time for for the event so hopefully we'll have it you know at least for next year or or for another future event here at the field because uh, cool. i'd love all the stuff that barrett because he makes everything. yeah he makes some pretty cool stuff he you really know, does he's, um, he's one of my favorite builders yeah i mean and he's and he and he continues to get better yeah you know, some people will, like they'll build something and they'll keep building it the same way but he always improves yeah that's and, amazing and uh you know and he just he, he gets a picture or he gets a three view and he just goes to town with foam and cardboard and it's crazy and uh, yeah that's the other thing too the way he uses materials is pretty awesome yeah i mean i've been to a shop now many times and uh you know he's 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 very fortunate in what in in the uh what he has access to mm-hmm. to uh the, the building space he's got these they've got these giant tables and usually they're you know, they, they do framing right artwork and pictures and and uh you know you know they do they're, they're in there doing priceless pieces of artwork and then i Barrett's doing his priceless pieces of yeah, artwork. If sure, you think about it, it's really sure. I, I put him in the same same thing, and he's got all kinds of things he started, and oh, I'll get to that, or I'll get to this. Yeah. And, but 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 he had another plane ready to go. He's like, oh, okay, I'll bring this plane out, and you know, you know, it'll fill the gap. So it's uh, it's just exciting. His his enthusiasm uh, is is just you know, it's it's a it's a breath of fresh air sometimes. Sure. Sometimes you know, uh, I love Barrett to death. Sometimes he's a little he's a little intense. Uh, and I gotta back him down a little bit. Okay, it's okay. We're gonna have, we're here to have fun. It's not. It's not. We're not in business. We're just having fun. Yeah, so, but exactly. Love the death. So, not well, very cool. I think that's intensity. That intensity is what I like about him. I mean, yeah. really, the guy's just got some passion yeah. for. Yep, he's flying right now. Yeah, he's flying right yep. now. Yeah, he's flying. His B. Uh, is it the B eighteen or the B ten? B ten. B ten. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I always forget which one. I like flying. the color scheme too. Yeah. Yeah. The gold and blue. It's mm-hmm. very navyish. So. Well, let's uh, let's head out to the uh, the flight line and uh, see if we can't get our airplanes up in the air. But uh, we're going to make it through the Friday as the first day. We'll uh, check back with Shannon uh, towards the end of this. But uh, we're looking forward to all the, the really cool th- events, you know, 
little gaggles in the noon show tomorrow and all that kind of thing. But uh, today we're going to go out and, and see if we can't get some flights That's in while nobody's on yeah, the Yeah, we get a fly too. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Can. Oh, look, the wind's coming up. Yeah, there let we go. Let me fly your L39, Mike. Let me fly your L39, Mike. What's wrong with a little wind? I know, nothing wrong with it. Makes you a better pilot. Right. So. It's almost like Groundhog Day. Oh, it's just. It's just a couple of flakes. Exactly. You know? <laughs> just a couple. That's uh, funny. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again. Well, everybody, we're back at the Arizona Electric Festival, Michael, with uh, uh, the Park Fire Podcast. And uh, we have a special guest today, and uh, it is Steve Schlesinger from FR Sky. That's right. I was, I was hoping you are going to murder that. Like, like no, that's a hard yeah, no, you said it right. Name, yeah. yeah, you yeah. said it right. But technically, I you were we're Free Sky. But yeah. Free Sky. Yeah, it's actually what the name spells. Uh, it came from like the 2010 era where Twitter was TWTR. Oh, yeah. They left out the vowels. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. See, yeah. I was worried about that because when I called it Free Sky, I always felt like someone was like, Am I doing you mean it wrong? Sky? Yeah, I was you're doing, doing it wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Well, I call uh, someone at a hobby store, and I say, "This is Steve with Free Sky." They say, "Who?" I said, "Steve with FR Sky." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guy. Yeah. Why are you add knees, Steve? Like, <laughs> why do you need to do that? We're so literal. That's it. Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks we for understand. Me. Yeah, not a problem. We uh, understand that uh, you guys have been uh, developing some new radios, and I've uh, I've taken a look at some of them. And uh, why don't you kind of take me uh, take us through some of the the new additions that you have there? Okay. Well, I mean, traditionally. FR Sky or Free Sky, however we like to pronounce it. <laughs> we could do Free Sky. I'm good. Yeah. We could do whatever you want. Right. So this is your thing. <laughs> um, we started out as a radio company that specialized in fixed wing. And so back around 2010, we had the add-on modules that you put in the back of your JR bays and the JR spectrum transmitters and, you know, everything, or, or even Futaba. And, you know, you would have the opportunity to work with our trend, our transmit module and our receiver, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then we came out with our own radio known as the X9D, and it was certainly not too long later it became the X9D Plus. Yes. And that was the first we started out with as an eight-channel transmission system with ACCST. Then quickly we evolved to sixteen channels. So it's called the D16 protocol. Mm-hmm. ACCST, and that was a long time ago, right? And that was around the time that drones were taken off. Mm -hmm. And so we had a really inexpensive solution for people who are flying drones that had S-Bus 16 channels. Yes. So for years, we were known as the drone company. And and that the uh, X9D and X9D Plus, the the silver-looking one, was known as the quintessential drone radio. Everyone who was anybody on that radio back then. Yeah, but I do, but I, I'm not a drone guy, so right. I'm, I'm like I'm like an oddball. <laughs> well, we might can admit to that. I'm yeah, I, I can. Vouch you're for you're, you're one of the three percent that yeah, exactly. actually <laughs> exactly. that bought our transmitters and took them to the flying field life. to fly planes with them, because OpenTX, beautiful system. We actually paid somebody uh, starting around 2015. We had helped fund the project, OpenTX project, and we had a full-time developer working on it. And then what he finally said was, you know, um, we're looking at making our own closed protocol system, the closed source uh, system. And he said, well, OpenTX is good, but you really, if you want to do this right, because you're coming out with a new line of... um, transmitters are using this STM 
H series um, uh, trans, it's, actually, it's actually a microcontroller, yeah. right? And because of that, you're going to need to have everything reprogrammed. OpenTX will not just pick up and move over to it. You have to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Oh. Why don't we start from scratch from the ground up and build it? And let's build it right. Let's take out all the things that make it difficult and confusing. All the reasons why the people at the flying fields don't particularly enjoy OpenTX. Let's get rid of that. Let's make it something that people actually can work with at the flying field. If you want to fix something, you don't need to be hooked up to a PC. You can stand there at the flying field. You can change your rates. You can change your expo. You can reverse channels. Everything is straightforward and simple. Mm-hmm. Make a touchscreen. Make it powerful. And that's what we did. Yeah, good. I, I played around with uh, that was the e what what's the name of it, it uh, ethos ethos yeah thank you uh, I played with that a little bit and I liked it it's it's got a nice feel to it uh, there's like you know it if you know how to use a game controller you can use this thing yeah it did feel a little, <laughs> uh, a little bit I, like that right it's got D pad on it's got a little yeah. wheel yeah. and it's got you know yeah. buttons and and that's kind of fun uh, you know as a guy who flies one of the things that it has on the back there there are push buttons on the back that you can program. So, like, maybe you're going to do a call out for, for uh, altitude or, or some other signal or something. You know, it's easy. You don't have to move your thumbs or anything. You can fly and just use your hands that you would be holding it with and touch the button. That's amazing. And that's kind of nice, yeah. yeah. The main thing about the radio, though, is that um, it's one of the main selling points is that we're, I'm talking about, you know, before OpenTX, just the 2.4 gigahertz transmit modules back in the old days. Back then, the radio spectrum was not as busy as it is now. That's it's true. gotten to be the point where, you know, every field has that one dead zone. They, they call it the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> you know, you fly over this at the wrong time, your plane goes down. There's nothing right. you can do about it. Right. And that's because 2.4 gigahertz is a beautiful spectrum, and it works well 99% of the time, uh-huh. 99.9% of the time. But, that you know, that one-tenth of 1%, you have a problem. You fly over the wrong place at the wrong time, and your plane goes down. Okay. And, you know, I've had more people come to me and they're like, you know, I love your transmitters, but I don't want to redo my whole trans. I don't want to have to go buy all new receivers and everything else. Right. And then they crash a plane, and they're like, you know what? I'm doing it. You know, and it's like, right. and I swear to God, last time I was here in Arizona, I sold a transmitter to somebody who wanted a specific color. We didn't have it with me. I said, I'll mail it to you next week. So between the time I said bye to him, and but before he left, he crashed a jet in the field out here. He lost radio signal. Uh-huh. Down it went. And so these things, everywhere I go, is always somewhere, wrong place, wrong time, Bermuda Triangle. And that's why ours has not only 2.4 gigahertz, but also 900 megahertz, and they work simultaneously. Oh, that's cool. Dual band. Dual band, right. So it's a dual band transmit and receiver. The receivers have the dual band built into them. So what happens is when, if for whatever reason, if 2.4 gigahertz fails on you, Uh 900 megahertz says, I've got this. And it might even be for a few seconds. The the beautiful thing about 2.4 gigahertz is that it is something that you can have hundreds of people flying 2.4 gigahertz. But in that, for that few seconds, it's make or break it. Instead of going into fail-safe, what it does is it says, I'm taking over, mm-hmm. and I'll be out of the zone. If you'll be out of the zone for a few seconds, but you'll be right back in the zone at 2.4 gigahertz, and 
it's it beautiful. Back over. Yeah, and then you'll be with everyone else. 900 megahertz, you can't fly more than six or ten people at a time. Right. Yeah, you, you don't have bandwidth. You don't have the bandwidth for it. Yeah. 2.4 has plenty of bandwidth right. for it. Right, I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's, cool. just, it's just a backup, though, right? I mean, it's just a case Yeah, it's you not the main. Signal. Yeah, so, so the yeah. idea is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the idea is that once you lose uh, 2.4 and you're in 900, it's enough to keep the plane under control and not and not lose uh, surface control. Right. And so even right. though you don't have really the bandwidth to issue a ton of commands, it doesn't matter because it's going to keep it you know, flying right. for, for right. however many seconds, milliseconds, whatever it is, till it gets back into band. Right. And that the, the, the beautiful thing about it is, a lot of times you won't even notice that you're out of it. Right. You'll get a warning from your radio that said low VFR warning, which means valid frame rates. It uh -huh. means it's losing packets. Yeah, yeah right. Mm -hmm. But you will keep flying. And what you can do is you, if you have telemetry logging, like the radio transmitters we have, I've, I have demo models set up so it has telemetry logging. You can go back later on and you can say, oh my gosh, I lost 2.4 gigahertz band right here. Yeah, yeah. 900 megahertz took over here. I was fine. I didn't uh, lose any packets. Yeah. And that's kind of cool too. That was a, a, a feature I really liked is the logging. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, can you replay it back on the radio itself or do you have to take it to a PC? It's a CSV file so you can take, take it into a spreadsheet. Okay. We're going to get it. We're working on it. And the whole thing thing is that Ethos has been in development now since around 2020. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we were able to, it's like every month we're updating it. And it's, I, I know it sounds strange because, you know, most of the time people, uh, you know, people wonder why I take so much time setting the transmitters up for people. Because I know that 60% of the people who buy these transmitters are never going to update their transmitter. But uh, I wanted to be the latest and the greatest and the best it could possibly be when they get it. But if you do, and I'm now getting people who normally don't do that, who will update the transmitters now. If you do that, it's like every month it gets better and better. There's new features to it. And there's some major, major updates coming before summertime on Ethos. Cool. Wow. And so, yeah, it's really going to be a very compelling system. Uh, what does something like that go for retail? Retail of the transmitter? Uh -huh. Transmitter, and this is the thing that I, I the fun I love having with people. And then I never get tired of it because they come in <laughs> and I, I, I just I show them the transmitter. I said, it's 24 channels. It's dual band. And I say that that company we can't mention that starts with an S has a <laughs> X20 that's it's about 1,700 to 2,000, depending how you get it. That's a 20-channel transmitter. The other company we can't mention that starts with a J has one that's 24 channels like ours that also can do dual band as well if you happen to buy the second receiver. That starts off at $2,400. I asked them, how much do you think this transmitter is? And they're like, oh, I don't want to say, I don't, you know, because this is the point where they realize I'm going to lose interest because you're going to uh -huh. tell me a price that's $1,500 or $1,800. And I asked them, well, if it's less than $1,000, would this be interesting? Yeah, that'd be really interesting. Okay, because it's four hundred and fifty-nine dollars or four hundred and seventy-nine dollars oh, for good. the X twenty S, right? That's pretty great. And then we actually have the X eighteen, just a, a vanilla X eighteen is two seventy-nine. That's pretty good. Wow. I think I paid something like that for my uh, X nine D when I bought it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's very reasonable. It is very reasonable for what you get. Our six channel dual band receivers are forty dollars. Ten channels what? are, are what? sixty dollars. Yeah. For dual band? For dual band, Damn, yes. Damn, dude. Yeah. And, and that's got the multi-module in it, too, or those are the ones don't? 
These are that's our, our receivers, right? Oh, the receivers. I said, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you said transmitter. I thought you like had a smaller transmitter. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. You fit in the palm of your hand. Yeah, right. No, I'm, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about the size. of Single the stick. But yeah, even I so, thought, that's amazing. It's yeah, still, it is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you got a you got a six channel dual band receiver that costs forty dollars. Yeah, that's reasonable. And six the uh, ten channel sixty dollars, eighteen channel. Is ninety nine dollars. Uh-huh. That has actually XT thirty connectors on it, so you can power your servos from it. Oh, oh. wow! Yeah. And then we're coming out with that one. It's going to be called the TDSR eighteen. The S stands for stabilization. Uh-huh. That one's going to be coming out here in a couple months, and that one's going to have a really high end stabilization system. Uh-huh. One hundred forty five dollars for that one. Mm. Wow. wow! I just was. You guys are doing it. That's it. That's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I know uh, Steve and I were talking about earlier that one of the things that I noticed on the newer radios versus the old radios that the one that you originally had the gimbals felt loose to me yeah i mean i'm used to flying with the, yeah with i didn't the have the updated one right yeah. and uh anyway you were saying that they were 10 ball bearing right cnc gimbals or cnc so, gimbals. yeah 10 ball bearing cnc gimbals when you um the one the price that i was quoting you for the 459 479 uh-huh. Those are both S transmitters. The red one is 479. The the black and blue ones are 459. Mm-hmm. And when they have S on them, that means it's a 10 ball bearing CNC gimbal. Mm-hmm. And it just feels amazing. Occasionally, people will go in and they'll buy some uh, even stiffer springs so they can get them even tighter. But the ones that are stock are just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, cool. it's just, it was amazing, uh, just the feel of the radio. It's got some weight to it, which yeah. that's another thing I noticed, that it, this one has a little more weight. And that's the first thing you I You like do. that, right? Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other one just felt... Yeah, I, I, like, I agree. I mean, I'm you know, with you on that. It's like you almost want to add weight to it just to have have it have some girth. Yeah, because I'm used to having a radio. I mean, I've flown all those models you mentioned, and, and most of them have a little bit of a feel to them. And the first free sky that I actually flew at the park with those with the guys uh-huh. that I don't know if I was, he handed me one and the two complaints that I had was the gimbals were kind of just it never really felt like there was a centering on them they were just like whoa they're loose and then the rain the the way that you had to program everything yeah open you know, tx is like the open tx to me I just was like my brain would just turn to mush and, right you know Mike gets into that kind of thing I'm like I just want to turn the radio on and just my model come back. <laughs> And the guy that I was flying for, or the, you know, he was building stuff fairly new. He bought an inexpensive radio. Uh, he always had the trims, like, whacked out beyond belief. So I'd be like, where's the center <laughs> trim, you know? It's like he could hold the thing for, like, five minutes, and it just goes, dee, 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 dee. And I'm like, does that thing ever stop? I mean, it just trims forever, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and he'd just hold it, and he'd just see the airplane do these funky things. And I was always like, okay, stop. Put it back to zero so I can start from scratch. Uh, but I was really impressed. I was talking to uh, Ben. I think you're uh, your tech guy over there. Yes. And he, um, you know, he's got. Uh, they've got that nice big radio, like a. I don't oh, know. the XE. Right. Yeah, that thing is like a big tray radio. The tandem XE. Tandem. Right? The tandem XE is more for people who do construction equipment, mostly sold in Europe. Oh, okay. So the people who are into the, they're not RC cars. These are con- actual like real construction right, right, equipment right. that are radio controlled or the trucks. Yeah, you know, semi trucks, and then they they need all the switches and the buttons and the bells. Gotcha. But you can also fly with it too. We have one guy who's flying with it, not really super well set up for flying. Um, uh, yeah. But that's more of like, yeah, it's it's. A, I was pretty impressed. It's almost the same size as this console that I have right yeah. here. I like, wanted to go like you have to wear a strap. Well, yeah, yeah, holding right. it, it's kind of like troublesome. You can't even reach the gimbals. <laughs> uh, but uh, definitely a pinch flyer in a tray. So. Yeah, um, there's one thing I could get across is like, no, we're you know these new radios are not running open. TX. The way I explain OpenTX to people, I said, if I take 
100 open text radios and hand them out to everyone who shows up here and say, listen, I'll let you keep this radio if you get it flying within six months. Right. 97 will come back to me. Yeah, <laughs> That's the I statistic. Get it. I they, get it. Yeah, people will be like, I, I can't figure this out. I don't want to figure it out. You can have it back. Right. It is not a toaster. It's not, it's a, not a toaster. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> you have to be very intelligent in order to know how to fly with OpenTX. Yeah. And, but, you know. That's e- changed now, right? It's, I mean, now the ethos, to... well, yeah. You also have, you have to be, this is for people who want to fly. This is right, not for people right. who want to sit there in a computer program. Right, right. And, You know, when people said they fly with OpenTX and they come up and they identify themselves in the field, I ask them, what kind of degree do you have? Is it electrical <laughs> engineering, mechanical engineering? I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, yes. no doubt. Yeah. yeah, very, yeah. And then for everyone else, you know, I tell, I, we sell these transmitters to people who are, uh, you know, in their 70s, sometimes in their yeah. 80s, and they can figure it out. And that's the main thing. It's like, I don't want to sell you something that, be, that you can put in the corner and never use. Right, right, right. And so that is, when I come back to the field after a few months, like I'm coming back here today, mm-hmm. and I, I'm hearing people say, I bought this transmitter. I'm using it. It took me a little while to figure out how to use it, but now I love it and I can't right. live without it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's true. It truly is amazing. We, um, you've come a long way as far as, you know, kind of, I, I kind of understand what you're saying earlier about it being the drone, uh, you know, kind of the drone transmitter because the drone guys wanted all of the little open TX, you know, finite adjustments when you're flying in a quad, uh, you know, you need all that. You need to be able to make little twerky adjustments where it, you know, the CDF that's we're sitting in front of there, there's no major adjustments to that. If I, if I can get one click here, one click there, and then I'm good, I never have to change anything else. The people who fly drones, typically what they do is they, they need four outputs and a switch assignments. Right. And that's the main thing they do. Four outputs, channels for your motors and switch assignments for whatever. Right. Everything else is handled in either beta flight or INAV. That's yeah, true. true. Gotcha. And so that they're all the adjustments or things that they do on their PC anyways. Right. So that's kind of how that works. But when you're at the flying field, you want if you want to make an adjustment, you don't want to wait till you have to go home and make an adjustment. You want right. to do it at the right. field. And that's right. why this radio system makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, it's cool. And they're good they're good for like every every part of the RC you know, aircraft world, right? I mean I can fly turbines, I can fly helicopters, right. we can fly three um, D EDF. Turbine jets are the one market I've been focusing on the most Uh simply because I figured if people, if the turbine jet pilots get it and like it, then they they also fly scale. So they're flying scale. And typically what happens is we sell one transmitter to one guy buys one at the field. Next thing you know, there's two other guys who are looking for that transmitter and they're buying them as well. It's a gradual takeover at the field. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, little by little. Um, it's been realistically, I'd say that Ethos hit a critical mass uh, about middle of summer, about summer last year mm-hmm. was really where it was something like, yes, this is now viable. Plus, you can put on a multi-protocol module in the back of it, and you can work with a variety of things, including Spectrum. Mm-hmm. So you can bind this to a Spectrum receiver. Oh, very nice. Yeah. That's the cool part. Uh, is that module separate? You said, you said? Uh, that's, that module is separate. It's $40. Okay. It's called a multi-protocol module, yep. and it works with the, our transmitters. Um, I always suggest to people, you know, for small planes, you know, little park flyers, whatever, Spectrum's fine. Yep. When you want to start flying turbine jets, 
please use one of our trans- uh, receivers because it is... A well, the Duban part alone, in my mind, uh, makes it a right. really viable choice. Right. Uh, you know, I, I know guys that do two receivers or whatever, and they, they do multi-binding or whatever, and that can work too, but I, I feel like that has... It's fraught. It's a little bit of peril there. It is, and it's a little bit on the complicated side. Yeah, exactly. You You're that. back to programming again, right? Yeah, and, and making sure that, you know, Things you got to right. fail safe. They yeah. don't just both fail. So right. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it, but... Uh, Oh, cool. Well, that's exciting. We're we're, uh, we're excited that you're here at the Electric Festival. Is this your first time? First time at the Electric Festival. Second time here in Mesa, Arizona. I was All just right, here cool. a few months ago. People are here. Wonderful. Gorgeous place. I guess this is the actual field you see in real flight? That is correct. Yep, it is. It is it's as beautiful, if not more beautiful, than what you see in the computer screen. Yeah, the computer screen is a little pixelated, but yeah, it looks way better in real life. <laughs> we, we'll have to uh, find talk to Shannon and find out what we do to newbies. When they come here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we go test fly their airplanes. Oh, usually. okay, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> I've been around the United right. States. This is probably one of the the nicest fields as far as the yeah. runway oh, and yeah. the scenery. It's a great Amazing. Setup. Yeah, really is. Yeah. What, really what I like job. about this place, the first thing that struck me was I saw I got to see some jets fly when I first came here, which is 10, 10 or fifteen years ago. And uh, you, when you look at that jet against the mountain, you don't know if that's a real jet or I, it's a pretend jet. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is that? Yeah. It's like, and it comes up, you know, it's a scale model. It's like, wow, that is badass. That yeah, like, was I, cool, yeah, 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 yeah. I like this field. I like the, there's uh, OCMA in Orange County. Mm-hmm. When it rains this time of year, it looks like you're in another state. It's okay. beautiful. Okay. And then there's one, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, yeah. has a grass field. Unbelievable. There's a waiting list to get become a member of that yeah, field. It's crazy, so yeah. sought after. Yeah. Yeah. People drive 100 miles away just uh, to go fly I've, there. I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Amazing. Well, well, thanks, Steve. Thank, Thank you very you much for your time. Appreciate yeah, appreciate being here, guys. Uh, we uh, we always love to have the new people on the podcast, and uh, we will uh, definitely uh, probably have you on. We got a YouTube channel as well. We need to get you on so we can actually see the show radio, the product. Show the product. Well, that'd be great. That. We'd yeah. love to do that. Yeah, we could do that. And uh, Ben and I can there. absolutely help you out with that. Oh. We we have we can set up at our shop as well. We can oh, YouTube sure. together. Cool. That'll Fantastic. Work. We can do that. We'll uh, we'll get together. But uh, all right, for right now, we'll uh, we're back to the fight line. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Park Flyer Podcast. It is Friday evening. Mm -hmm. The sun has just gone below the horizon. Mm -hmm. We got a couple of night uh, flyers out uh, that were flying some stuff. We've had a really good day. We um, uh, flew a bunch. Yeah. No, you got two. Flew the L39. Uh, yeah. How'd you like that? I, I love flying that plane. Yeah, it's, it's so smooth. It is smooth, right? Yeah. You like it? Yeah. And it scares uh, me a little, but it, it's smooth. You're a little nervous flying it? Usually. Hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, you notice I just kind of did a circuit. I didn't really do, you know, rolls and loops and hmm. True. not really. I think that I think that my lack of confidence in landing the thing properly reaches into my other space. Oh, uh, that may be, but you didn't really have to worry about that this time. No, but I but I still it still it still reaches into my I can to my psyche. That. I understand that. Well we uh let's see, you got to fly it a couple times. I flew it once or twice yeah, and then flew um, the pits. you flew the pits S S one pits and yeah, the little UMX. Yeah. Put a couple of batteries through that. Yeah. Yeah, it was kinda of fun. I uh almost thought uh once there I thought we were gonna have a collision between a B one and a Pitts S one, but uh, uh, no, I think I was I was paying attention to where they were coming through. Oh, he okay. was com- he was blowing through pretty fast, yeah, but I was, was I was uh, trying to judge where they were were, and then I would try to get out from under because they uh, were coming yeah, across right. the runway. 
Yeah, they as were opposed to the dirt. So right, as long true. as I was not on the runway, I was. I felt like I was safe. Yeah, no, you were good. You were good. Um, well, we had some uh, really cool stuff uh, going on today. The B ones uh, were debuted. They uh, for here at the Arizona Electric yeah. Festival, and they um, guys uh, went out there and flew uh, the three of them. We did post uh, something on our uh, Facebook listeners group. Oh, good. Uh, so if you uh, would like to see them flying, you could do all that stuff. You might hear the engine in the background yep, right now. They're uh, they're running it, trying to get the uh, basically the the, the center light. Yeah, the it's the afterburner lights. Yeah. Trying to get them to work. Uh, so he's trying to uh, do that, and then uh, they did do a uh, B one B two. Yeah, that was uh, cool, actually. Um, I think the I tried to run out there and get a little video of that, but I think tomorrow is going to be the big day when uh, they, you know they're trying get to get better shots at it. Yeah, today was kind of like quick. I was sitting here, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, they're going to fly it!" I didn't realize <laughs> they're going to fly it. So you know, we'll see. But uh, it did uh, it did calm down. We had some uh, yeah. nice winds yeah. uh, that kind of got uh, you know. Five to eight, I'd bet. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of picked up a little bit for mm -hmm. the night fly, but. It's getting cooler. It is getting colder. Uh, what else do we have going on today? We've got a couple guys, the uh, Tony and his group over at Horizon Hobbies. They came in. They flew the T-28 Trojan. I got oh, that to, was fun to look at. I got to uh, fly that one, uh -huh. and uh, they let me demo the uh, the new yellow T-28, which is uh, kind of. What's different about it other than yellow? Uh, it, it's got lights. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's we were over there looking at the difference between the two and the basically the parts swap out. So he, mm. the canopies fit the same. Everything mm. fits the same. Mm. Uh, it does have lights on it, though, and uh, it I could not believe plane. how slow that thing flew. <laughs> I mean, I, I, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, for those of you that know, I you know I fly everything from little UMX to turbine jets, and uh, anyway, they uh, asked me if I'd like to demo it, and I said sure. And so. Um, AK Mike goes out to, hey, I wouldn't let uh, Mike, Mike fly, fly that thing because he, he hasn't flown slow in a long time. <laughs> that was pretty funny. You're taking that risk of your own. And so uh, to make matters worse, um, the battery strap for the center battery strap, it fell out. Of oh, no the kidding? Holes. Yeah. So, oh. so we only had the front of the battery oh, only strap. One, only one, one strap was holding it. Uh -huh. And so when they went out there, he goes, eh, don't do any loops and rolls or nothing. <laughs> I don't want that battery to fall out. So I did. I just did the circuits. I tried to see how slow I could fly. And it's very relaxing to me. I, yeah. I was, uh, you know, flying the L39, the A10. We got the, a couple of fights on the A10 today. Um, we did that and it, uh, it flew great. Um, but, you know, at the same time, these are, you know, EDFs, they're fast movers. And, mm. um, this one was just super slow, yeah. super slow. Yeah. Do you lose patience at all? No, I mean, no. It's just kind of one of those where it doesn't. Breath it, and you don't even take a deep breath. You just kind of, it's just relaxed. It's like sitting in a rocking chair, uh -huh. right? After running a marathon or running some sprints, and then yeah. you just kind of sit back and you're just kind of like, okay, this is, I can do this. Um, it's got retractable gear and flaps, huge flaps that come yeah, out. So yeah, yeah. Really, I saw down. you flying it really, really slow. Yeah, and that was and, pretty cool. Uh, anyway, then I came in to land, and uh, it was funny because Tony was standing behind me, and he goes, "That's way too fast for a landing." <laughs> <laughs> so, That's funny. so I was like, "Oh, really?" And he's like, "Well, you're a little fast for a landing." So I, I went around. And came back and slowed it even more. Uh -huh. And I literally had it just hanging on the prop. And he goes, yeah, that's more like it. And so I touched down and uh, didn't even get a full stripe down the runway. It, it came to a stop. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, you didn't use the reverse because it has reverse, reverse on it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I was like, did I really need reverse? Did I? <laughs> no, really? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But 
but it was a great airplane. I, I had a really good time. He flew the uh, the big um, OV-10. Yeah, that's that, cool. That uh, Jay and I got to fly last uh, last mm. time Jay was here that's last year. That's very cool. They uh, they were out last year, uh, him and uh, Allie, and they uh, they let Jay and I take a turn on those, and that was a really nice, fun flying airplane. Couldn't believe how just stable it flew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a massive plane. Yeah, too. it's really big, really big. So, uh, we got two of those here this year. Somebody just showed up with one the yeah. late this afternoon. But uh, the other amazing airplane that just showed up is a KLM seven forty seven. Yeah, that's the same guy who has the same other guy has the big airplane, and uh, we're gonna take some photos and yeah. you know talk maybe talk about that tomorrow. That's a pretty cool looking plane. It was very cool. I didn't get to see it fly. fly. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just uh, getting late for him. You know, I think that he didn't want as much wind and he was a little concerned it was going to kick back up again was he yeah right. i think i think that's, that's cool. what it boils down to um but yeah we uh we were able to um you know kind of have uh uh steven on the podcast with the uh, free mm -hmm. sky we're going to mm -hmm. try and get him back on uh our video channel okay uh so we'll talk to him again uh in the future but yeah, uh, yeah he kind of explained that they have all their radios here and we're kind of give us a demo of them um shannon has one yeah and he was able to fly i, I um I didn't fly, but he he went out there and kind of walked me through some of it. So maybe we should hook it up to the pits. Uh, maybe you never know. They could fly the little pits around with mm -hmm. it. I don't know. We might be able. I mean, to. I feel those like those are you quick should, bind. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like you should fly that. Okay, try that. Well, we can maybe, maybe we can try it. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, I think that was pretty much it. Had a lot of good vendors. I John up. was here. The guy that helped yep. Jay and I, yep. or, or let Jay and I fly the Cub. Oh, that's right. We yeah. talked to John a little bit. Yeah. That was good. Um, I wound up uh, kind of moseying through the vendors and got a really cool tool set yeah, for that's a right. really, really good price. Doing gr garage sale shopping. I know, right? And I was just, I saw it there. It was one left, and I thought, wow, for that price, I'll take it. And it was a screwdriver yeah. set. for a, has long, good. long, really long screwdrivers. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. And then a bunch of micro screwdrivers, so that worked out. And it's in a nice, pretty nice case. Yeah, yeah. I was going to so. say, the case seems like it's worth 15 bucks all by itself. Yeah, it was. It was. So. Um, well, you know, it's uh, it's one of those days. It uh, turned into be a nice day. It got warm, mm -hmm. so that was good news. Mm -hmm. And um, we got a lot of uh, promotion. Um, you know, a lot of guys came around and chatted with us and passed out our business cards. And, and good. It was, uh, it was a good Happy day. Happy day. Yeah. Now it's getting a little chilly. I had to put my jacket back. Yeah, me too. So. I think we're going to, uh, you know, try to wind up the day here. We'll uh, be back bright and early in the morning and uh, Saturday again and try to cover uh, the event at that point and maybe do some more live uh, streaming. So once again, check out our Facebook page at the Park Fire Podcast Listeners Group. Uh, I also put it on our uh, Facebook page, okay. you know, just the Park Fire Podcast page. Uh -huh. uh, but, um, you know, give us a comment, watch the video, let us know how we're doing. And I think with that, we'll uh, call it tonight. All right, then. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.